Hello and welcome to the Talk Tonight podcast. I'm joined with Andrew from Brunchbox. How are you today, man? Hello, I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me, man. No problem, mate, no problem. So tell our viewers listeners about Brunchbox. So Brunchbox is me, my two friends from school. Um, we've been friends for years and years and it's our little like indie pop project, basically. Mm. Um, we've been doing it, I think, since 2016. Um, and we've just just released uh, an EP together, like finally, and th- yeah, that it's basically just our little passion project. Yeah, like I listened to it, um, Golden Hour, Endless, um, like when it got released, and I was like, oh, this is this is this is quirky is the word I used. <laughs> and yeah, um, so I, I got really confused because like I couldn't work out because I think I've shared it on instagram and twitter i think on twitter i said it was album but on instagram I said it was an EP. <laughs> so i got a bit confused so is it is it an ep or is it an album because it's the length of an album isn't it <laughs> it's a very good question basically i didn't want to call it our debut album because that seems like a lot of pressure mm. uh so i i've called it all of them which is not a very good thing to do but i think it's kind of like a mini album because it's it's pretty much five songs that have already been released with stuff around them like an, an, an intro an outro an interlude and then there's like two new tracks on there so I didn't feel like it was an album that we were giving to people it was more of an EP but then obviously yeah it's 10 tracks it's half an hour long so I think a mini album is where we landed but yeah, yeah. well it is very 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 strong it's Thank like you. debut star album EP whatever you call <laughs> Um, you, what was like your most favorite song to write and like the creative process behind um, it? I think it's hard. I think it's probably the fourth track. Um, mm. it's, it's like Sun slash Burbank. Mm. Um, I didn't name the songs, so it's not my fault. But uh, yeah, that that was probably the best the best one to write for me because the the rest of them kind of all came in like between 2016 to 2018, and. And that was kind of the the newest one. And the end of that has like the auto-tune craziness and and kind of a hip-hop beat almost. So that was probably the the most creative fun that that I got to have doing everything. But I mean, all of them were, were really fun to put together. Um, I, I love doing like all the harmonies, doing lots of like backing vocals layered and stuff. And we, we basically just spent all of last summer doing it. And, and it was great fun to put together. Mm. Well, it sounds like... Like, for like judging through the songs, you had a really good time recording it and writing it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it was, it was, it was a good uh, break from lockdown. Definitely. Mm. Was all this? Was all like there were some of the songs written over lockdown, or are they, or is it just something you've had? Yeah, it, it's pretty much something we had because we started off in, as I say, probably around late 2016, um, and I was just writing loads of random stuff a lot of it really rubbish um and we we kind of got together as a band at that point and got in a room in school and just started practicing and and ended up with a bunch of demos which is where all these songs came from um so we had the demos we we took everything out of them apart from the bass lines and then kind of rebuilt the songs um so yeah it it was kind of old stuff apart from a few odd choruses got swapped out here and there, but I think 
I've realized that when I'm writing, I'm, I'm tend to not be writing with l- lyrics first. It's more melody. Mm. And so that's probably why it, it didn't matter too much that the lyrics were kind of already there. If anything, that was great because it just gave me freedom to, to kind of build the songs. And I didn't have to worry about that part. Mm. Do you think, um, how do you think it will go when you take it to like gigs and that? So you'll yeah, be so... received well? hopefully hopefully i think definitely like the the singles that we've released will will translate really well live hopefully but then some of the other stuff on there would be very hard to do live which is Mm. kind of a something we we didn't plan to play live so that's why it's like that but now we kind of are planning to play live so it's going to be interesting to see how that translates we'll probably end up writing a few more songs to go and play live but yeah hopefully hopefully they should have a, a good energy to them Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like they would. What are like the main like influences of behind the like behind yourselves and the general EP album? Yeah, I I think it's mostly kind of like indie indie rock. I guess it's gonna be like Catfish and the Bottle Men were like the first band I really like fell in love with, mm. and seeing them at like I think why not twenty sixteen mm. that kind of like made me start writing writing songs so a lot of them are inspired by that kind of stuff like circle waves and arakama those kind of like 2016 bands that i'd almost yeah. say um but then all of us have been influenced by a lot of different stuff since then because obviously that's like five years ago so there's been i don't know people like tame impala um mm. but then like frank ocean a lot of a lot more like american stuff mostly and obviously tame impala's australian but I don't know a lot of different stuff a lot of like rap artists like Anderson Pack and different different things have probably led to us choosing different sounds because the demos sounded a lot more bare than than what we've got now. Oh. Uh, it's good that you um, mentioned Anderson Pack because like he started doing this thing with Bruno hasn't he? Yeah and it sounds yeah, very, very cool. It is very cool I'm um, looking forward to hearing the whole album when that comes out. Yeah, I don't know when that's out, but yeah, no. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. They're, they're just too cool. It's not fair. The two I, of them, it, it's not fair. <laughs> I remember um, Anderson was playing Reading and Leeds in 2019. Mm. And I didn't watch them. No, I regret mm. it now, obviously. Because um, <laughs> like, he has like a full band, doesn't he? And it's pretty impressive. Uh, it's, it's, just... it's him and the Free Nationals, yeah, mm. who are their own little little thing yeah i i saw him in i think 2019 he must have been touring i saw him at lowlands festival in holland kind of it's like outside of amsterdam and yeah he, he puts on a great great show i'm i'm sure them two touring together will be very very uh, good show that they'll put on i think though he'd like that they did tour together do you think like bruno would do his own stuff as well like it's weird how they will work that out in a set and that yeah, true. I'm not sure. There's there's going to be a weird, like, I don't know what the word is, but a weird set of fans that go to that. Mm. If there's like Bruno Mars fans coming in and Anderson Pack fans, there could be a lot of weird crossover there. But yeah, I'd, I don't think so. I, I imagine they'll just kind of play through the album, I guess. I, I, mm. I don't know. It's probably, going to be interesting. And probably just play their biggest, biggest ones of. Yeah, yeah. Each. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Mm. Like, have you, as a band, have you played gigs at all? 
No, mm. we've. I, I'm in another band here in York, um, mm. which we've played a, a decent amount of gigs. So I'm not like completely new to it or anything. But as Brunchbox, no, we we have practiced. I think for like a year, um, which was back in 2018. Just in school, we didn't even have like a PA at that point. It was just kind of two guitars, uh, drums, and a bass. So no, we've never played live, but we have got our first show booked now for for later in the year for August, which we can't reveal really anything more about it than that. But yeah, we're we're very excited for that. It's going to be hard, but we're very excited for it. Yeah, I can imagine. Let's say since you you haven't played live, you've already got out an EP is pretty impressive. That must have been quite a hell of a graph to do that in that <laughs> yeah in a short amount of time. It was, it was like, I don't know when, when the kind of like restrictions eased last summer, but whenever we were kind of allowed to see people again, um, I'd always had this idea that I really wanted like a a space where I could create music and not annoy my parents because my dad works from home anyway. And my mum's just at home, uh, being a housewife, I guess. Um, so they we had this weird room out in the garden that we didn't really use it just had like the lawnmower in it and stuff so we we kind of managed to transform that a bit plaster the walls it's still not painted so if you've seen any of the videos of us in there it doesn't look very attractive (laughs) but uh yeah i managed to get in there get a good set of monitors and be able to make it with gabriel the, the drummer we basically both like produced it together um over over summer so it it did take a while but that being said, the whole EP mini album um, was finished by the time that the first single was out, which was like November, like end of November last year. So we've had it mm. for a while now. So it's very nice to kind of have it out. And it, it almost, because those songs were written a few years ago, it ties up that era very nicely. And it's kind of nice to like, for me to stop rewriting those songs, because I definitely kind of went over them again and again so it, it's nice to have that era like behind us almost mm. so what made you like keep it keep the album not released till like um like if like a week ago kind of thing um i think it was basically i, I can't remember who i spoke to it might have been like our distributors or, or someone but it was kind of trying to build momentum back up since we'd not been doing anything for for like a couple of years by the time we released the single the first single dreaming it was like trying to put out a single every six weeks to to kind of let people just forget about us by the time the new one comes not like really flood it um so it just worked out that i think it's been 18 weeks maybe well, maybe it's more but something like that since that first single came out so it was just kind of planned planned that way it, it wasn't us trying to like hold it back and not give it straight away it was just kind of trying to keep people engaged because as soon as it's out there people want more and then <laughs> you have to create more and hopefully mm. we'll be creating more over summer but at the moment people have dissertations and stuff like that so it was kind of that as well trying to make sure that we we didn't leave it too long before new stuff comes out i always um ask the band or artists this question when they come on it's like what is the five-year plan <laughs> i know it's yeah like, i know five years is a very long time <laughs> or not yeah really i mean look at it doesn't it but it's it's scary 
and my we have supervisors at university and that he asked us to do the same thing kind of like where where do you want to be in five years i i have no idea but hopefully hopefully released our debut album and we'll have played live and you know we'll we'll just be growing because i'd love to just stay in this band and just keep it growing really just kind of just keep putting a single out every six weeks for the rest of my life <laughs> although maybe that's not sustainable but yeah I, I think just just keep it going and, and see where we can get because I do believe in the songs and I think the new the new stuff that we end up doing over this next summer will probably be a bit different it might not be as like guitar driven I, I don't know what it'll be but hopefully we'll we'll find a good place and like a a USP or whatever that the other people haven't done before and then then we'll manage to break through I guess is that something you want to do is like trying to like make every song slash project different rather than stay on like that same path where you kind of like restrict yourself don't you mm. yeah I, I was thinking about it earlier like now we've released this I was thinking about how like Catfish and the Bottom Men have done a lot of people say the same album three times now yeah I definitely don't want to yeah do the same thing again because I think people would would get bored of it but at the same time it's not like we're going to go crazy and start doing like a a jazz thing but we were yeah I think definitely just to to keep evolving and I, I kind of stopped writing songs as well in the period that Brunch Box wasn't going so I've got to try and get that stuff back up to scratch anyway so we'll, we'll see what i have to write about and then we'll, we'll see where it goes i suppose would you say you're like as a band would you say you're heavily influenced by what you're listening to at that moment in time kind of thing yeah i'd i think definitely i find myself like after listening to the the phoebe bridges album i found myself like really trying to tell a story but i'm, I'm not very good at that but I, yeah i think definitely as soon as i like listen to something and find something new that i i like i definitely try and emulate that uh which is maybe not a good thing but yeah definitely it's like i don't think we're pinned down to wanting to do anything the other two gabriel and joe want to have a a side project Mm. called kdnl sin where they do some like weird rap stuff and (laughs) i'm all for it but i don't know how how that'll go but yeah we're, we're just happy to create i suppose yeah i say that's the best thing in it if like you're having fun with it that's the main thing i know a lot of people yeah. say that oh as long as you're having fun it's like well <laughs> like that, that's is true, the, true. that is the main thing because yeah like, 100%. if you're having fun and you're creating music that you want to create rather than what your fans want then yeah i think people will respect you more as musicians yeah definitely i think like ben howard is like prime example of that Mm. like he just doesn't play any of the songs that people love at his live shows or like his huge songs anyway so yeah Mm. it's definitely something to to look up to i guess would you do that would you say like you have a gig as brunch spot say if you went like a little tour Mm. would you have the same set every night or would you change it up i don't know it depends I guess how many songs we have because we only really have these songs on the EP at the moment but mm. I yeah I think when you get to the point of like a John Mayer or one of those like people who has like hundreds of songs it, you definitely need to switch it up every night to keep it 
keep it fresh but i think for now yeah we'd probably work it out just to because you gotta like have that punch at the start have people mm. left amazed at the end um so yeah i think at the moment it would it would stay the same every night but in like a couple years down the line yeah I'd definitely definitely be down to do like a radio head and just play the song that we don't remember at all and see how that mm. works out but yeah i don't know so i remember um watching Radiohead at Glastonbury and I didn't watch it all because they were playing for god knows how long it was <laughs> so, but like they were really like they were like quite class to watch because you can just tell yeah. like him especially like Tom Tom York he's incredibly talented and it's just like how many songs they have and how many times could they change the set list over and over yeah. Yeah, it is it is crazy to have that much come out of like one entity. Mm. It's daunting because I can only write like one song every month or something. So I don't know, it's tough, but mm. yeah, it's it is mad. So as I was um looking through your Instagram and that I noticed, you know, you get the little things where you can create like little you know, like the stories that you create. So I noticed you have a FIFA one. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, this would be a good chat. I thought so. Was it? Was that? Um, was that clubs or was that ultimate team you're playing? A, li- a little bit of both. I think one of the the best goals on there is uh, I make Cam when we were playing clubs scored a, a bit of a mad like scorpion kick from outside the box. So anytime somebody scores a good goal, try and give them a bit of promo. Uh, but. I, I was saying yesterday to the new guitarist that we've we've got in for this show that we could try and do like a band's FIFA tournament or like a mm. something FIFA tournament. That'd be like really cool, but I don't know. I think it'd be really difficult to put together as well. Mm. But it'd be very fun. Yeah, I'm I'm quite addicted to FIFA at the moment, definitely. So if I yeah. could interlink them, that'd be great. You should do it. You should just have your um I mean, it would be very long, but when you start playing gigs, you could just have, you play a song and you sit down and have a like, game of FIFA. <laughs> and have another, another... Someone in the audience. Yeah, if anyone fights your game. <laughs> Whoever wins gets to pick the next song. Mm. It'd be great. It'd be great. Great for, no. for cow crowd interaction, wouldn't it? Definitely. Not for the, the old guy stood in the back just wanting to hear the music, but other than that, it, it would be very good. Mm. So are you like a massive football fan or is it just a... I, my, my dad never supported a football team, so I've never really truly like supported a football team. But mm. I, I, it's weird, like I'll watch it if I can. I don't have Sky Sports, I don't have anything. I'll watch it if it's free and I love watching football, but I'm not like a huge fan of any team or anything like that. Um, and I like collecting the shirts as well. Yeah, I see that. Uh, I noticed the Holland shirt. That is nice. Yeah. What's the other yeah, one? I'm an eighth Dutch. The other one's the, it's like a, a Barcelona third oh, kit. I, I thought think. so, yeah. Sports Direct job, though. It's not, nothing too special. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, every time England go out of uh, a Euros or something, I pull out the, the eighth Dutch card and say that I'm now supporting Holland. But now that Holland aren't very good, I, I just have nothing. So <laughs> I don't know. Oh. don't know what to do. I don't think they're that bad. I just I, I don't really pay attention to the to they, international they games much. Or two to Turkey like a couple of weeks ago, which wasn't too good. But yeah, they they've 
they've not been doing too well recently. Was, um, unfortunately, was Nathan Ake playing? I have no idea. Why uh, are you a, a City fan? No, Bournemouth. Bournemouth. I was gonna say yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't watch uh, it, but uh, I was gonna say that if he wasn't there, that'd be that'd be why. That'd be why. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> you need at least one Afro in every team, otherwise yeah. you're gonna lose. No, that is true. That is true. <laughs> so like. To go like with this, I sort of like ask really random questions. So some will be music related, some won't. Some will be <laughs> like, for example, tea or coffee. Now that's a tough one because I don't really drink hot drinks, but I'll oh, go for no. tea because I imagine that coffee would be really acidic. I've, I don't know if I've actually ever had a coffee though. <laughs> no, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I sort of have. Sometimes I have a coffee. It's very mood dependent. Like if I do have a coffee in the day or in the morning, then most chances I will have another one. Mm-hmm. That's, See, that's, that's the other thing. I don't want to get addicted to caffeine because all my housemates drink a lot of coffee, mm. and also it means that I get out of having to split the the milk price, so I don't have to spend uh, any money on milk. So that's pretty good. That is fair enough. Yeah. Here's another one. This is this is one that always gets people. You're, say you've just had a band practice. You're feeling a bit hungry. There's a Tesco nearby. You're going to go get a meal deal. What is it? No. This is, this is I, a game, game changer question. This is, it is. This is it's the one. Huge. And people will hold me to this. Mm. I don't know. I usually, because Tesco is a pretty good one where you can get mm. like a whole baguette and stuff, can't you? So mm. I think I'd go for one of them. Maybe, can you get like a chicken and stuffing one or something? I think so, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Go for that. Probably get a smoothie just because, you know, you have to pretend that you're making the money. Classic. Yeah. Got to get your money's worth. Exactly. And then yeah. probably prawn cocktail crisps. If there's skips, I don't know if there's skips in Tesco. Yeah, there I'd is, go yeah. for them. There you go. That's, that's a good shout. Skips are the elite crisps, I think. Yeah. They're pretty weird. The, the like fizzle, they are fizzle weird, effect. Yeah, yeah, but I, I like it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the fizzle effect. <laughs> Good band name. Yeah, skip, <laughs> skips or the fizzle effect. <laughs> Both. Mm. Comma in between. Just want to say, if uh, skips are going to listen to this, um, feel free to sponsor <laughs> us or whatever. That'd be great. Got to get it in there. You never know. Yeah, exactly. You know, got to have a cheeky plug. <laughs> Save so if you're, save so you're like, I don't know, gig promoter. It's asked you, right? You're gonna play a gig, and you can have any band or any artist playing with you. Who would it mm-hmm. be? Hmm. Ah, that this is a good question. There's, I don't know, because I would say like Anderson Pack. As soon as I, you ask it, I'm thinking who can come on. It during our set and then like make ours better so i was thinking john mayer could come on and do like really good solo but mm-hmm. then like anderson mm-hmm. pat can come on and just be very energetic I, I guess maybe one of them too i think it'd have to be like a, a a single artist probably who would come on and like make ours better just get the crowd ready yeah 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 exactly but i mean yeah i, I at the moment i think i go for anderson pack or Phoebe Bridges just because I want to meet her. That's mm. that's probably it. 
would you have or if you had to if you could put the gig on yourself that your mm-hmm. like front spots weren't playing would you have those three playing would they be like your headliners so to speak that'd, that'd be pretty sweet yeah i'd like that i'd take that a lot i might i might swap out john mayer because i've already seen him mm. and swap him for i don't know who have i not seen frank ocean because frank ocean never plays live so yeah no if, if i could do it i would i'd would get them free it's quite a varied isn't it yeah i I, I don't know what music I listen to. I, I have a playlist with like 12 songs on at the moment. I, it's like weird amounts of like varied stuff. And But I think generally, as long as it's like melodic, I enjoy it. I think I don't like stuff like a few St. Vincent tracks that I've heard are like, mm. like super hurtful to my ears. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, yeah, I, I think anything with melody... And like harmony is kind of what I gravitate towards, I guess. Could you name any band or artist you really can't stand? Ooh, now this is a good question. I don't know. Can't stand. I don't think so. Most of them I'm I'm fine about. Mm. I saw the Wiggles do that Tame Impala cover recently. And that was kind of like... I don't know if I'd want to be in the room watching that because it was pretty freaky. To be fair, like, I was like, because my mate sent it to me and we were doing like a Tame Impala thing on our Twitter that day. So we sort of do like a rate the band and then we'll post like a video of them doing a live set. (laughs) And then my mate sent me that like during the day. And I was like, nah, this is going to go up as the the (laughs) live thing. And then I posted Uh um, like a proper one. But I couldn't stop watching the Wiggles thing. I was mesmerised. But then they um they they mixed it with one of their songs as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. It was just that guy's low voice. Yeah, it was, just it's crazy. I was, I, was, I was I was pissing myself. It was quite funny. But <laughs> it, it was great. But the guy, the main guy, actually singing was actually really good. I thought. Yeah, no, that's quite a good thing. voice. Really good. Mm. It was just weird. It was but, very weird. Yeah. To go from like the songs they do sing, like these kids' songs and that, to to that was just it's quite funny, I thought. Very, very good. Mm. Uh, I hope they do another one of like I don't know one of your songs, that'd be quite funny. <laughs> I hope yeah, I hope the wiggles go on tour and then mm. They just do weird covers like that. Because to be fair, I would go and see it just for the spectacle. So maybe I can't say that I can't stand them. No. I just don't understand it. <laughs> no, it's just, I didn't even know it existed. I just, no. thought, I just thought they were just there to write kids' music and that. But yeah. it turns out they were actually quite talented. Yeah, fair play to them. Yeah. Got to get a career out of it somehow, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Could you name your best ever gig that I've been to? Yeah. Hmm. I would. I don't know. I think probably Tame Impala. If I can do festival ones, I'd say Tame Impala at that Lowlands Festival in mm. in like Amsterdam because they have the light show and everything, and they brought out like ASAP Rocky to do the track that them guys have together as well, which was really cool. Um. So yeah, that that's probably it for me. 
because I, I I never really go to like the the big concerts or anything like that. Mm. So I never had like confetti flying about everywhere either. So that was pretty oh, okay. cool with the light show and everything. Yeah. It was, yeah, that was pretty mad. Confetti is quite good to be fair. I do like a bit of confetti. Yeah, always, might have always, to invest. Yeah, to get it for the your gigs. Yeah, you just have to be one of those little party poppers or something oh, yeah, yeah. for still our budget. Will, still be a few people would like it though. Yeah, I, I reckon that'd be memorable. Mm. <laughs> uh, who was that band we saw that that had the confetti, but they did it with like a party popper? Oh yeah, it was <laughs> we got everyone on stage. It. See, if we got everyone on stage to pull a party popper each, Make then the effect, it would it? be pretty good. But nobody would be there. Mm. to get it the confetti on them so i don't know that's true the sound really? engineer would enjoy it but then they could just pick it up and then just take yeah. it and put it in their pocket and be like, that is the thing that's a free I merch i won't yeah just get one of you to <laughs> sign a bit of string my handwriting is not good enough to to sign all those tiny confetti bits <laughs> <laughs> so um andrew thank you very much for coming on the podcast tonight appreciate thanks for having me man no problem no problem you can stream brunch box on spotify and all the other streamers services golden hour endless is out now and it's a cracking listen i do fully recommend it have a good evening guys and thank you very much cheers